Good morning. Thanks for joining me, the host of the View from the Skies podcast, Ryan Sweeney. Um, this week we'll be talking to Claudia Barros. Uh, she worked with Vetted for a little bit, and she's kind of like a master networking guru, if you will. And she's gonna she's gonna share her transition story and share her information or background about networking and and how the best way to go about networking via you know face to face, social media, and, and all that good stuff. So. Uh, should be a great episode today. Um, if if you have the time, please uh, get on Anchor. Uh, leave me a voice message on on how to improve this podcast. And and if you're listening to this on Apple, uh, go ahead and rate and give me a review on Apple. That feedback will help make this uh, this better for everybody. And uh, uh, please visit the website www.viewfromtheskies.weebly dot com uh there you can find the blog links to vlog my vlog as well and uh you can leave me feedback on that as well so thank you very much and should be a great show stay tuned lay up lay up lay up high hole lock and low All right. Good morning, Claudia. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Ryan? Oh, appreciate uh, appreciate it. I'm doing pretty well. I'm glad to have you on uh, to give some of your feedback. I know you, you had a great uh, military career. It's nice to get some uh, retirees on here, not just the transitioned folks. And um, it'll be it'll be nice to have get, you know, get your feedback and and share your success story. And I know today we're going to hit a lot about networking. So enjoying to you know hear you talk about networking so for, first and foremost give us a little bit about yourself so my name is claudia barros i'm a retired army veteran after 21 years i retired out of port hood um had a little bit of a two careers while i was in the military i did uh human resource and military intelligence retired as a first sergeant so definitely understand uh taking care of people and making sure that they they and their family are okay uh, I know uh, this this morning, Claudia. Like I said, we're going to talk about networking, and uh, and I'd like to you know you to share your experience from from how you networked uh, leaving the military, and then how you continue to uh, network today, and and kind of you know the importance of what it brings to you know the whole military transition process. So uh, it can start anywhere. Um, I've built relationships on through LinkedIn, and also at actual. One thing that I did notice after going through so many transitions, I saw veterans going into networking events, and we took we actually took a couple of veterans to Dell, Facebook, IBM, Deloitte, all the major corporations to introduce them and kind of get them to network and talk, build that relationship. And some of the veterans, when they first started networking, the first thing we say, "Hey, this is you know Joe Snuffy." And they work for Dell. And the veteran will turn around and say, oh, great, my name is so-and-so. And what jobs do you have? And I was like, oh, no, that's not the way you build relationships. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, great. And, and you know, I think, uh, you know, that's the one key thing that you, you concluded with there is building relationships, you know, and the importance of it. And, and that's why I also go back and emphasize, you know, for the listeners out there who are still in the military and maybe even just think about it, transitioning, 
is build those relationships. You just never know where it's going to, you know, where anything is going to lead, you know, whether it's a conversation with the, you know, the supermarket manager uh, or, or, you know, the conversation with the, uh, you know, the contractor, you know, in your, in your unit or whatever the case is. I mean, just continue to go out and carry on genuine conversations with, and especially areas and topics that you're interested in. And, and you never know really where it's going to lead. So there's, so there's kind of the, the two different mentalities of networking. It's just, just being out there and, and carry on conversations and then there's and there's the proactive approach of hey I'm getting out of the military and, and uh, here's how I'm going to go about and, and network. So do you have any recommendations? I guess when it comes to um, you know how, how to go about do it. I know there's there's kind of several ways. There's the the informational interview, the friend of the friend, the uh, you know the the cold call on LinkedIn, if you will. I mean, do you have any recommendations on, on kind of what? worked for you and what maybe didn't work for you that you can recommend other people improving on? Started LinkedIn. Didn't know anything about LinkedIn. Never, never touched it on the military. Um, so I, I got on LinkedIn and I started with 200 connections. And it was mainly people that I knew throughout the military. And just, I knew their connections. When I started working with the Better Foundation, my, as I went through all this networking events, met new people, new relationships, um, today, I'm at almost 6,000 people on LinkedIn, and that is from actually meeting someone on LinkedIn and then later on meeting them at a networking event or for coffee. I actually started a program through the Better Foundation where we help veterans and military spouses learn how to network. So we taught them and trained them, and we actually, uh, I, start, I led the program of doing networking events on a monthly basis. And that actually to help people get used to it, but not only not only for the veterans and the military spouses, but also also for the employers to learn and come and meet those veterans and actually build those relationships with them for later on in, you know, down the road. If they had a position open, they met Joe Snuffy and they know that Joe Snuffy brings this to the table and he has a family and they built that relationship versus, hey, do you have a job for me? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a great point. And uh, I'm, you know, excited to hear you say, uh, you know, you talk about building the program and, and really putting it first and foremost in priority, because, I mean, the networking is going to get you that opportunity, you know, much faster than, you know, that the cold application, uh, you know, the online applying to a job or, or work in the resume pieces. And, and that's because of the, the, you know, the hidden job market and just the fact that, I mean, we're human beings and that we feel more comfortable once we talk to, uh, you know, a person and get to, you know, get to have a conversation and learn the story a little bit more than, than just going through some resume bullets. So, um, you know, and, and that's, and that's kind of my, you know, my two cents is that, you know, when it comes to networking, sure you have your, your elevator pitch, if you will, but, but it's just be genuine, be yourself and, and tell your story. I mean, if you, you look back at it and, and there's not a well, you know, conversation or whatnot, that doesn't, that doesn't, you know, seem to go well because of personality clash or interests or whatever the case is, then, then, you know, maybe it wasn't meant to be uh, fr from the beginning and that's, and that's okay. You know, uh, people learn, you know, you learn from your, uh, you know, just talking to people and understanding what your interests are and what their fit is. And then you can learn about industries and, and so on and so forth. So 
Um, you know, definitely glad to hear you talk about the development of a, of a program that focuses solely on, on networking. Yes, I was really concerned after watching countless veterans do the same thing over and over. Um, so I really wanted to build something that that helped them with that. Because in the military, we, we don't network. We go to events. We're mandatorily told to go to, or highly encouraged to go to dining outs or dining ins or malls or anything else that the military throws out there. But we don't actually network with each other. I mean, unless you're have that relationship like I know as, as a first sergeant I was always big on meeting the other first sergeants because at some point hey battle can you help me with something and to this day I, I built those lasting relationships in the military that I can still get on Facebook or LinkedIn or any platform and say hey can somebody help me with something and I'm surprised at the countless soldiers that reply back hey first sergeant how can we help you you know uh, so building those relationships is definitely essential when you go in and, and network and just I know you're trying to sell yourself. I know you're trying to do that elevator pitch, but people love to talk. So let other people talk. Learn about them. Learn what you can do for them as well. So that way, in the long run, they can always think about you. They have that memory about you and what you brought to the table too. And then definitely follow up with either a message on LinkedIn, an email, or maybe even a copy. And again, make sure that you're there for them as well. It's, it's a two way when you network. Yeah. The power of listening. I mean, that, that's something I actually wrote a blog about as well. And, and it's, uh, and it's not just listening to hear somebody talk. It's listening to, uh, you know, part of the communication cycle that, to, uh, you know, somebody's going to send, you need to uh, receive, interpret, understand, verify, confirm, send back and, and like you said, people love to talk uh, and you want to listen not to respond. You want to listen to communicate, so to speak. So that, that's the one piece of advice uh, definitely that, that resonates with me from what you just said is, uh, you know, when you're networking, listen, listen, uh, you know, don't be ready to, you know, say for, for, you know, the position I'm in, hey, I know about this engine and that engine and, and this is, I have this experience and that experience and that's great. Listen to the, listen to the people talk um, and, and build off of their conversation a little bit more and it's, it's going to get you a lot farther. So I, I you know, I appreciate uh, you highlighting that point. We want to learn a little bit more about your background and, and what, how you uh, succeeded through, through networking throughout your transition process. So, um, let, let's dive a little bit deeper into, uh, you know, your 21 and a half year career retired as a first sergeant, half of which was in HR, half of which or so was in military intelligence and, and, and go from there. Um, my husband, we're, we were dual military. Um, he got selected for the Sergeant Major Academy and I was a year out. So I was getting ready to drop my retirement paperwork. And my goal was to go back to school get my PhD, and I just follow him around for the next couple of years until he decided to retire. Two months before school started for him, and two months before I dropped my retirement, my husband came back to me one day and said, Hun, I don't want to do this anymore. And so I looked at him, and I said, you know what? Okay, we'll figure it out. So he dropped his retirement as well. Um, I dropped my retirement. He got six months versus a year to transfer the two years that we had to get ready to prepare. 
uh, to get out. So I saw him go through the struggles, the trials and tribulations of being underqualified or overqualified for all his jobs. And I learned, I learned a lot from him. So how, how did you, um, how did you first go about, uh, the, the whole transition approach, uh, um, you know, making, making, going through your decision-making process. Uh, did you want to go back to school? Were you going to highlight your skills? I mean, you know, I hear the HR side of the house and my mind immediately goes to, well, both really the HR and the military intelligence HR. Why isn't she, you know, some HR manager somewhere right now in military intelligence? Why isn't she working, uh, you know, up the road in Waco for L3 or something like some, you know, some defense contractor company. So, so walk us through kind of your, your approach through the transition process and, and why you decided to make some of the decisions you did. So one of the things that I kind of reevaluated my, re-evaluated myself and looked at what I didn't want to do. And I knew that I did not want to do military intelligence. I did not want to be in a close up room somewhere or a vault or a safe. I wanted to be able to talk to people, help people, especially people and veterans as they transition out of the military. Uh, so that kind of led me to my first, to my first job. Yeah. And, I, you know, so a couple of things to highlight there, I, I think is, you know, the first and foremost, you, you learn from your spouse. Uh, and, and that's the whole point of this whole, you know, podcast or, or any military transition, whether, whether it's through the mentorship that you're giving folks uh, that I commend you for, or whether it's, it's uh, going through the headhunter, whatever the case is, whatever path or method or combination of methods you choose it's it's all about learning from others and that's what brings me back to the networking piece is is you know at the end of the day you might not find the job that you're looking for the company or or whatnot but but to your point you might you might uh learn from from other people because the natural launch point is let's you know find veterans that are out there who went through, um, you know, and then that, that's where you make those connections on LinkedIn. And then eventually you grow your network outside of the, you know, the, the veteran organization into, into people who never, never worked in the service. And then you also parlay that with what I don't want to do. I mean, networking can very much tell you what you, what you don't want to do. You know, sometimes you just in those casual conversations, you see the dark side or something, maybe you didn't know, um, uh, and it sounds like to you, I mean, up front, you, you knew what you what you didn't want to do. You knew you didn't want to uh, serve in, in HR or, or work in a defense company in, in the D.C. area. But, um, you know, uh, you so not everybody has no, not everybody knows that. Um, so so just going through that whole networking process and, and I go back to it, learning yourself. I mean, learn your learn your interest. And at some point in time, you know. You, you, you have to make connection to skills, uh, but first that, that launch point, I mean, and that's a great piece to share is, is just to find out, you know, who you are, um, what you like, what you don't like. Uh, and then you can start building your resume, uh, so to speak, because, you know, I don't know how many times I've, I've changed a bullet around that might be a relationship building bullet. And then I can change that same, basically that same bullet into, um, you know, a, uh, data management bullet or something. I mean, you can you can change change your resume bullets around. So the point is, is not to get spun up on resumes and, and all that. The point is to to start learning yourself. So uh, I think those great pieces of advice there. 
Uh, so can you talk about how I know you, you said you were a first sergeant kind of going through all this process. Uh, can you talk about how you manage your time a little bit? Sure. Um, you know, being a first sergeant, it's 24-7, just like being a soldier. And probably it's a little bit more than 24-7 with all the phone calls and all the additional stuff going on. Um, I found time. Uh, I did sacrifice a little bit of family time uh, to go to networking events. But I knew it was going to make a difference and pay dividends in the long run. Yeah. And, 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 uh, and I appreciate it because in your case, you know, like you said, it was kind of it became that balance with your husband. So, um, you know, in an ideal situation, my recommendation would be out there would be have that, you know, have a plan, you know, uh, that there's times, you know, or for roles in the military where you, you know, especially when you're, uh, in a green tab or role that you, that you have, you know, that, that you have lack of time, I guess, so to speak. So you have to put in that extra effort and find what's priority to you and sacrifice. And, you know, and like in your case, family time, uh, but then, you know, if, if you think through the process and, and can have the ability to work through the process for the listeners out there, then, then find those, you know, find the time to, to transition when the transition's right, you know, when you're on a roll. And like somebody like me, I mean, I, I transitioned when I was a assistant BAE, um, at, which was when after my company command. I mean, I could, could not have done it during my company command time uh whatsoever so it was in a role that it was a little less uh time consuming to me um so so i appreciate you sharing how you did it uh, you know especially when it when an important position like first sergeant and just some of the things that you know you have to give up and then uh you know for those out there you know things things change now and again and and nothing always works according to plan so just be willing uh and be ready to to adjust fire on your plan um because just like you're saying, Claudia, I mean, that was that happened with you. Um, and then and then you tie the whole spouse thing into it as well. I mean, um, the, you know, whether whether you're dual military or not dual military, you know, your, your spouse is is something very much to consider um, when it comes throughout this whole process. So, you you know, make sure you want to sit down with them and have the discussion with them and, and kind of include them in the plan and include them in their life. Because more than likely, especially non non-military, they've been following you around for whatever four six eight ten years whatever the case is so so you might want to throw some time back at them to and give them a vote i guess so to speak uh, on what some of the next steps are i fully agree with that i've actually sat down with a lot of veterans and their spouses i they were surprised when i asked them they they asked me to meet them for coffee and i was like you have a spouse i would love to meet your spouse and and sit down with your with your wife or your husband uh, if you have kids, you know, more the more the merrier. Uh, that's one thing that we as we decided as a family that this was a family endeavor. We had to be on the same sheet of music as to where we wanted to relocate. You know, what was the salary, all that kind of stuff. We had to sit down and kind of think about what we were going through and, and plan it out. Our financial situation. We had to plan all that as we transition, and and it's a family effort. You can't do it by yourself. I've heard horror stories of, you know, veterans that transitioned and didn't consult or didn't talk to their spouse or their partner. And next thing you know, they, the spouse is like, I, I don't want to go there. I don't want to retire there. Um, so definitely it's a good thing to talk to your, 
your spouse. You know, my, my wife was fully supportive of me too. Um, hey, whatever you want to do. And I'm like, hey, this is, it's not whatever you want to do anymore because we're getting out of the military. We have a little bit more control. So I had to pull it, you know, pull it from her. And it's because it's a mindset and it's a mindset that I was in too, you know. And uh, th- some of the things I preach is even a lot of people then turn around and get spun up. Well, now we have the freedom to choose our location. Um, and then sometimes they need to sacrifice, uh, you know, income maybe or, or growth opportunity because they, they select a certain location. And, and what I don't think people realize a lot is, is when it comes to the, the non-military world or civilian world that, um, it's not the, it's not the, even if you sacrifice on location, it's not that, well, I'm going to live here the rest of my life, or it's not the, I'm going to move every three years to grow my career. I mean, there's, you have a lot more say and control over it at the end of the day uh, on how you go about doing it and what your priorities are. And your priorities are probably going to change a few times once you get out. So um, it's a, it's a hard conversation, but definitely something, um, you know, that you and your spouse need to look at both for the short term and, and the, I guess the strategic or that, that big picture long-term planning. So, uh, how'd you go about, I guess, looking at and assessing your skills and then, um, kind of using those to, to build a resume, using those to intertwine in the interviewing process, uh, uh, when it comes to your skill related, um, I guess the skill relation, to, to that whole part of the process, once you've kind of made that networking, once you've, once you've had those conversations and, and now you're starting to look to actually getting, you know, potential job offers. So I assess my skill set, or as I was going through writing a resume, which I've never written a resume, written plenty of NCOERs and OERs before, but never a resume. And, you know, it's always hard to talk about yourself. So that, that was really hard. But as I was writing the skill set, the MRT, the EO training, the leadership training, uh, everything you can think of, all your certifications or your military career come in hand and you're thinking, well, what do I want to do? What goes hand in hand with what industry? So you're trying to decipher all that really cool stuff. And then what else do I need? If I want to be a program manager, do I go through Onward to Opportunity? Here in the state of Texas, they offer $2,500 grant for transitioning service members to go through a program as well. So I looked into that. Um, they offer it for the spouses, too. If your spouse is transitioning, they offer them $2,500 so they can go find it, either an HR, PMP. Just different programs are out there. So I looked into all that. Uh, I eventually went with the Hire Heroes um, program and I became a fellow. I found a startup company here in the in the Austin area that was looking for someone to build their business and help them out. By the end of my cohort with the Hire Heroes, I was actually offered the COO position. And I was actually really excited and really proud. But at the end of the day, the person that was starting the, the business was not in all all the way so it would have been me running the whole company so i thought about it i kind of sat down and because it wasn't going to touch as many veterans as i wanted to touch i kind of reevaluated myself so i went back and did the pmp through onward to opportunity um and still to this day i'm i'm still 
increasing my, my skill set. I'm actually enrolled right now in the Resilience Building Leadership Program. And they just got a contract with the cool website. So throughout all the military branches, if you're still in the military, you're still active duty, this is a program that and a certification that you can get. Um, so that way you will have it. You, you can put it on your LinkedIn. You can put it on your resume. Uh, I'm actually going to be one of their trainers uh, here in the next couple of weeks. So that's it's, it's always about continuing to develop your skill set and making sure that you have something and what you're looking for, again, based on the job or the position that you're looking for. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's what I covered uh, a few weeks ago on, a, uh, on my podcast about MBAs and certifications, but it, you just look at it as education or uh, continued education in general um, it, it are the certifications. And I, I think to your point, um, you know, it has to certainly align with your interest uh, and, and your, and your skill set, And then, and then kind of what industry, what role you're looking to get into um, as far, as far as that goes. So, you know, if, if your experience is in, you know, uh, whatever logistics and your interest and you get into logistics industry, then um, you want to grow your career, you know, maybe not going out and getting that, that one IT certificate, I mean, is going to make you, is going to make value for you, but rather going back and looking at maybe getting like an APIC certification or, or something like that to show that you're continuing learning in your industry. And then you can use, you can use some of those certifications to start pivoting to other avenues of approach. So it's about lining with your interests and it's about lining with your, with your past skill set um, in order to, in order to, I guess, widen, uh, you know, widen that scope uh, for, for the long range plan, so to speak. So um, I guess that's the thing that people don't realize a lot is you got to take the, take the here and now sometimes uh, and then you, and then you take where you want to go, what your interests are, and then you have to find out how to build that bridge or build that gap in between, in between the two. And, uh, and then I'm also, uh, you know, happy to hear, you know, you pitch the hiring our heroes corporate fellowship program or really the whole career skills program in general that uh, onward to opportunity or any of the programs. I mean, I think those are great things that, that service members absolutely need to leverage uh, that weren't there many years ago. And, and now as the department of defense starting to realize it, uh, the, those opportunities growing for, for individuals to, to learn. And at the end of the day, it's just like the networking piece we talked about. It's uh, maybe you don't, maybe maybe you learn what you don't want to do. Uh, maybe you don't, it's not necessarily, uh, you get a job offer, but, but Hey, you learn what you don't want to do, or you learn something about an organization, um, that you didn't think before, which, which attracts you to another part, another area, functional areas, so to speak within that organization. So, um, I, I certainly vouch for using those programs, uh, if you have the opportunity or, or really making a, making an opportunity to use those, any of those CSP programs. Great. Yeah. I, I appreciate it. Uh, you sharing that out there for the listeners, Claudia and, uh, you know, to your point, leverage, leverage that. And, uh, you know, you said it, you have, you know, whatever.
hired or people in queue i mean use use linkedin especially if you're transitioning you're going to get that free premium uh so so don't just cold connect with somebody use that uh you know that in mail portion and send somebody you know just it doesn't have to be long just a quick little no hey i'm transitioning and uh you know heard podcasts or saw you 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 know on on linkedin and you did this that and the other and i might have a similar background i want to learn from you um, and to, to the point we conversated about earlier is a lot of people like to talk and share their stories. And, um, you know, if you just go out there and ask for it, uh, you'll, you'll have plenty of uh, happy list, uh, you know, happy conversation. Or... Yes. Well, great. I, pre- I appreciate you uh, joining us today, Claudia. Thank you very much. And of, of course, uh, wish you uh, nothing but the best of luck in the future. And, uh, um, you know, I'm jealous you being in Austin. My wife's from what my wife's from the Austin area. So, uh, I, I love it, miss it, uh, very much, but, uh, uh, you know, I have different goals and priorities we talked about, uh, throughout this conversation, but maybe one day I'll be back there and now uh, we get to have that cup of coffee together. Maybe it's that time to reassess your plans. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, yes. The Austin area is, is very, it's great. It's growing a lot. We actually moved here because of my son. He's very involved with the band. Um, and he wanted to be in one of the top bands. And the Ender Band was one of the highest ranked in the nation. So he wanted to come here. So he did the research. And of course, he had to come brief to first sergeant. So that was a lot of fun. And the thing that got us was that they do have a bachelor's program uh, for kids that are in high school. So your child can come out of uh, high school with a bachelor's degree. So, aside the great band program, that definitely sold us. And, and that's, uh, you know, not to go too far down a whole nother topic, but life outside the military. Um, you know, we give a lot of service to the service when we're in. Um, and, and when you get out, uh, you know, you get some of that time back, so to speak. Um, and, and kind of a whole new world opens up, you know, with your family your interests your hobbies uh so um perhaps a different conversation for a different day uh but but i appreciate you that sharing that um because there is there's a whole world out there outside of the transition from military to commercial uh there's a whole different i guess personal life family world out there as well thank you so much for having me ryan i really appreciate it i hope this really helps transitioning service members or veterans that are looking for a change. Absolutely. I appreciate you joining us. Thanks, Claudia.